The river flows into the great lakes, the biggest lakes in the world. They are set like bowls on a gentle slope. The water from our river flows into the top one, drops into the next, and on to the others. Then it makes a river again, a river that flows to the big salt water. I made you paddle person because I had a dream. A little wooden man smiled at me. He sat in a canoe on a snowbank on this hill. Now the dream has begun to come true. The sun spirit will look down at the snow. The snow will melt, and the water will run downhill to the river, on down to the great lakes, down again, and on at last to the sea. You will go with the water, and you will have adventures that I would like to have. But I cannot go with you, because I have to help my father with the traps. The time has come for you to sit on this snowbank and wait for the sun spirit to set you free. Then you will be a real paddle person, a real paddle to the sea. Chapter 3 Paddle Starts on His Journey At night, wood mice crept over the little canoe. White owls swooped low just to look at it. Rabbits hopped near. Two wolves came to sniff at Paddle, then a wolverine and a weasel. Each morning, when the boy went to make certain that Paddle was safe, he found the tracks in the snow. But he knew that Paddle could not be eaten because he was only painted wood. All this time the world was changing. The air grew warmer. The birch twigs swelled with new buds. A moose pawed the snow beside a log, uncovering green moss and arbutus like tiny stars. And then one morning the gray clouds drifted from the sky. The sun burst out warm and bright above the hills, and under its glare the snow blankets drooped on the fir trees. Everywhere the snow was melting. There was a steady tap, tap, tap of fat drops falling. The snowbank began to settle under paddle. Next morning it had split wide open. Across a narrow, deep canyon in the snow, the canoe made a little bridge, but hour by hour it tipped farther forward. The boy came running over the slippery ground. He was just in time to see the canoe slide down into rushing water. It sank and came to the surface upside down. Then it righted itself and the watching boy saw it plunge forward, leaping on the crest of a brook that dashed downhill. Ho! he called. You have started on your journey. Goodbye, paddle to the sea. Chapter 4 Brook and Beaver Pond The canoe rushed down a snowy canyon with steep sides. The busy brook backed it, pushed it forward, rolled it under, sent it on, and finally dropped it, into the quiet water of a pond. Beavers had made this pond by building a dam of logs and sticks, plastered with mud. To do this, they had gnawed down trees. The stumps of the trees showed here and there along the banks. In the middle of the pond, the beavers had built their home, an island of sticks with an underwater entrance, safe from enemies. Inside, on a shelf above water level, the nest of soft rushes would always be warm and dry. 
An old beaver crept out of the water, sleek and dripping, to sit on the roof and scratch himself in the sun. A buck deer waited in the shallows. He had only one antler, and the weight of it made him walk with his head turned aside. He swung the antler hard against a stump. It came off easily and dropped into the mud. He shook his head and bounded off into the forest, glad to be free of the weight. By fall, he would grow a new set of weapons. A mink dived off a melting snowbank and came up with a fish. A muskrat swam past the drifting canoe and disappeared in the dead rushes. A skunk met a porcupine on a log. Each looked disgusted, turned about, and waddled solemnly away. The flooding pond burst through a corner of the beaver dam that afternoon. Old leaves, with paddle in the midst of them, pushed through the gap.